fright rags, horror apparel, and accessories. <laughs> if you're a horror fan, then Fright Rags is the place for you. Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. Officially licensed collections, including fan favorites such as Halloween, The Evil Dead, Creepshow, and tons more. No matter what type of horror you are into, Fright Rags has you covered head to toe. Offering a wide range of exclusive products from your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Metal Hand of God listeners get 10% off when they use the code MHOG10 at the checkout. So don't miss out on your favorite horror apparel and accessories you can only get from Fright Rags. That's fright-rags.com. And remember, use MHOG10 at the checkout for 10% off your purchase at frightrags.com. <laughs> to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting with me, as always, is the young, fabulous... Keep going. Um, out of his mind, Lunatech. Oh, okay. The rum guy, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and today we have returning once again is Ben from Fright Rags. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, doing good. Thanks for having me back on. Of course, man, of course. Yeah, yes. we were just talking before we got on the air about how busy you guys have been, and and you said, did I hear you correctly when you said this is the busiest you've been? Yeah, this is, uh, you know, September, I believe, if I remember, I have to look back at the recent years, but uh, I believe September was our biggest month ever, and October almost matched it. We were just under September. Uh, for our numbers so yeah two of our busiest months ever back to back which is i mean september and october are are usually busy really really busy for us but um yeah man it's been uh it's been crazy that's very cool that is very very cool and as i stated the the last show you were on uh, as i stated i like to think it was because of us but uh (laughs) (laughs) now for anybody who hasn't been to fright rags Go check them out. They've got an amazing selection of uh, T-shirts and things, and it, the artwork is amazing. Uh, it's 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 just really really cool. And then uh, uh, you always come out with some amazing original designs, and it's just really really cool. And then you 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 had mentioned that you have some new things coming out. Yeah. So you know we've got um, 
tomorrow, which today, Tuesday, so we, tomorrow we've got uh, a Krampus collection. Ooh. Um, so we're doing, we got a reprint, we've got a new activity book, uh, and some other stuff. And then next week, we've got the Ghosts of Christmas Past, where we bring back yes. some of our older Christmas parodies um, that have been in high request. And then we have a, a fun Tom Atkins shirt that we're doing for his birthday. So Very, oh, very cool, man. Yeah. Krampus, that's my thing. I, I was going to do the Krampus run this year in Germany. Oh, wow. really? Where in yeah. Germany? Uh, well, they do it in a few different uh, towns in Germany, uh, but we were going to go through, uh, I think we were starting in Munich, uh, and there was a few places we were going to go. There was like three different locations on this this incarnation of the Krampus run. It was through a tour group. Okay. Tour thing, and then you could get on the, uh, you, f you f would fly in, I believe, to Munich. And then uh, you do the one there, and they're all on different days, so they make it so you can go to multiple ones, which is very, very cool. And then you get to go to these different beer gardens, and they have the Krampus beer garden set up with the different motifs and things, and everybody's in crazy costumes, and you can get abducted by crazy German people and held in a cage and, and, and poked with sticks, which is, you know, who doesn't want that? Sure. And then, um, you know, there's food. It's just, it's just a good time, you know, but that was the whole plan before... Uh, uh, the killer COVID and yeah. everything got effed up. So All right, once COVID came in, it's like, Oh no, you can't do shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your life is over. Welcome to COVID. Pretty much. <laughs> have you been to Germany before? Uh, I have not. My wife has been a few times. Um, she's, she's done quite a bit of stuff in Germany and, um, she absolutely loves it. I have a lot of friends that, that uh, live in Germany that I talk to. I have a little bit of family up that way too, so I was the part of that Krampus run was going to be me uh, visiting people I haven't seen in many many years that were family. So it was oh, nice. would have been kind of cool. Very so. cool. But, yeah, that uh, sounds really cool. It's a great it's a great country. I I, I think it's one of the most beautiful countries. I mean, there's so many different aspects of the world that are beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but Germany is just. I mean, that's my people. You know, good <laughs> food, lots of beer, can't go wrong. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I studied there um, over. I studied for a semester there at uh, the uh, Bauhaus School of Design when I was in college. So I was there for four months or so. Um, oh wow! Okay. Did Did you say the Bauhaus like the band? Yeah, well, the band was named after the school. <laughs> All right, I, I I I never knew that. I was that's why I was like, the, what? There's a Bauhaus. <laughs> the, the School of Modern Design started in Weimar, Germany, and I believe. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong, and I apologize to anybody listening. Um, probably the is it 20s, I think, and then it moved to Dessau, Germany, which is a small Eastern uh, German town. Which is, if you ever look up Bauhaus School of Design, you're gonna see that building. Nice, and then. I think towards the end uh, or whatever, it, it kind of moved to Berlin. But um, it's now the Hochschule Anhalt, which is uh, it's, it's still a school of design, but it's in the old Bauhaus building. Um, and so I went there in between my junior and senior year Hello. for a semester. I was picked. It was me and another student in our class. We had um, it was through the Rotary Club. Like we would get two exchange students and they would pick two exchange students on our side to go there. That's and cool. So it was me and this other guy picked, and and it was it was incredible, incredible experience. Sounds That's how really my wife awesome. Ended up in Germany. She was, uh, she was it was junior senior year type of thing, and she went over there for a a a, a exchange program of sorts, I guess. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's it cool. was weird because like this was back in two thousand one, mm -hmm. and you know 
the it was very small East German towns, so people only spoke German and Russian. That was it. Um, the only English speaking people were the kids in school. They had a little bit of well, they did know pretty good English, so I was able to speak to them. But I had taken German in high school several years before that, so I, I but I didn't really know it that well. And then of course I got there and I had to really jump into the fire, so that was interesting. Follow follow me on this. Don't you think that the German language is the language of love, not French? Hmm, interesting. You know, here's the thing. People, <laughs> misconception of, at least I, I think people have a misconception of the way Germans speak and it's very harsh. And it is a relatively harsh language as opposed to something like French, you know, or even Italian. Mm -hmm. But when you listen to a, a, a German-speaking person speak their native language, it's actually a little less harsh than what we think of like, ich bin da, you know, like that whole kind of like, yeah, we're, we're thinking Rammstein, then you know. Yeah, not... yeah, and I, it really doesn't. It never really came across to me as as harsh sounding as that when you're there, you know. Right. You have a you have a beautiful German woman speaking German words to you. You don't care if she's not French. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, both of you guys are married, right? So y'all need to quit that. Hey, but we're not dead. No. <laughs> for shame! For shame! But anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, to be honest, yeah, I agree with you. I, my, um, um, thoughts on the German, damn, I'm breaking up for some reason. The German language is, is that it was harsh, you know, mm -hmm. like that even I've never sat down and listened, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, Wayne, let me, let me, let me give you a little German here. Let me, Erst ist der Erbst und wenn die Blanten fallen. Okay. See, that's yeah. not harsh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what that says, but that didn't sound sexy to me. It, it was very sexy, and you want to buy me dinner, goddammit. <laughs> maybe well, it's, it's, maybe it's because it's coming from you. It's like that Tool song. Uh, it was it Ire, which is about eggs. It's like a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> like they literally read a recipe in Germany. If I'm if, again, I might be misremembering this, but <laughs> they literally read a recipe in German. You are correct. Music. Right, it's, correct. It's, it's amazing. See, yeah. that's art, though. That you're allowed to do that. It's art. I I, I agree. I totally agree. It's you art. know, I mean. That's that's just the way you know. Hmm. We should all be more artsy like that. I think, but we don't have anything cool like that in the United States. We don't have, you know, we speak American, and then we have dialects of American, which are just, you know, like like fucking accents that, you know, either Northern, Southern Jersey, New York, California, you know, whatever the Midwest. Everybody has a different accent, but nothing is as cool as German, and you know, and, and oh, Polish. that's not true. Well, even Germany and Italy and all those countries, as small as they are, they have dialects as well. Like I remember going to like, and um, uh, we went to the Ost fire, which is the Easter fire. It's the night before Easter, and that people have a big fire and you just kind of hang out and basically yeah. drink. And, you know, this one guy was talking, and, and again, he was in German, so I was still trying to kind of understand. But it was way different sounding. Like, oh, he's from West Germany or from this area, I'm right? Like, a sure. different part. And, and same thing with Italy, like my, where my wife's family's from. Her family, um, she's first-generation Italian-American, so her parents were born and raised in Italy. And her dad is from this really small town, um, which we went to visit there. And it's it like their dialect is way different than – it's almost – I think it's got a bit of French in it, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. And it's way different than just, say, if you were in Rome or, or Milan or something. 
Okay, yeah, because I mean, I know there's different little regional dialects to, to a point, but I don't consider a regional dialect uh, as much as I do a as I wouldn't call it an accent. Mm-hmm. Like in like in Spain, there's regional dialects. Like you have uh, regular like like you, you Spanish, then you have uh, Catalonia, and then you have different areas in Spain that have different words, basically. Mm. you know mm-hmm. that's a full different word than I oh mean, yeah that's... no i'm that's what i'm talking like even like her town like they have words that people don't understand like, you have to understand that almost separate language right you know? i mean here it's just you're either from the north and say ice yeah. or you're from the south and it's a two-syllable word yeah i get it yeah ah, you know yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> i don't say ah ah well you know because you 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 always talk like the swamp people yeah, yeah, I talk like small people. I sound just like him. Yeah. Well, you're trying very hard not to let that action. You're, you're right. You're, you're fighting right. it. It's it's tough. It's a hard thing to do. <laughs> a. That's okay. I'm from upstate New York, so everything's Rochester. So it's like a nasally. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> See, so, I'm, I'm from. I'm originally from up around Pittsburgh, so we have what we call Pittsburghese, which is very. I mean, there's different words, and but and everything is. Kind of, it all ends up sounding stupid because you, you know you talk like this, da, and you yeah. say da a lot. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> hey, look, we we get our look down here too, man. We got some dumb motherfuckers out here to talk. <laughs> they, like, I I really don't understand. Like half these people when they're talking to me, I'm going, yeah, okay. Like, where did you come from, dude? Like, really? I was born in the same area you were. Why do you sound like you're retarded? I don't get it. <laughs> I just. I mean, it, it's not like we went to different schools, buddy. I mean, like, you were in the same class as me. I understand. Like, w- what happened? Did you fall on your head at work? I'm just curious. Hey, is that a slight to me? <laughs> no, that was not a slight to you. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. Um, but, uh, uh, are you planning? I know it's weird. Uh, you, you said you're, you're uh, the Fright Rags. Uh, you're gonna have a couple weeks at the end of the year that you'll be closed down. Are you are you planning on doing anything, or just kind of chilling? That is my time to do jack shit. Net- um, Netflix and chill, baby. Netflix and I chill. I literally like last year, and we just so we do this every year because I'm like, you know what? We especially the last quarter is very is very busy, and even though we'll do a sale between Christmas and New Year's, nobody really wants to be in work doing it, and we're just burned out at that point, you know? Sure, sure. I'm, like, I'm very fortunate that everyone that works with me loves what they do, so it's not a question of, like... Are you kind of on a skeleton crew? Or are you still full crew, or...? In terms of right now, or...? Uh, yeah, as uh, up to this point, have you had to... Had to, have you gone through the the employee woes that other people have, or have you been able to stay pretty consistent with everybody on your team? Oh, because of COVID, or just in general? Well, pretty much of COVID and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, everything's been actually fine in that regard. Like for the for the first several months, up until about hmm, August, I think we were a skeleton crew in the warehouse. It was just two people that were splitting hours, so mm-hmm. one person would come in early, and the other person would come in later. And then they, and that was Jess and Heather, and they pretty much run the warehouse. So everyone else was working from home. And then in August, they started working again together. And then that was fine. And that's been fine ever since. And we actually had to hire another person in the warehouse because we just, we're just, we're behind. Like my parents have been helping us. I've been wow. taking orders over to them. Like we, we have our printer helping us. Like we've got, we're trying to get help because it's been crazy. But we don't also have the room in our warehouse because it's, it's, big enough but like with what we've got going on it's just been crazy so um 
any so like the Joe Bob figures that we did, you know, we those had were very cool. Those are very cool, and man. We, we ended up having, I literally filled up my van several times and brought them to my parents, and they were in their lower level just filling orders, thousands of orders that I would then take to the post office and drop them off. Oh, wow, um, that's awesome. It's, while, thank God for family, right? Yeah, while we've got three people in the warehouse packing orders all day. Um, but everybody else is pretty much working from home. Kimmy, who's our office manager, she has to come into the office because we've got our books, you know, our QuickBooks there and stuff. So she's got to do that, especially during sales reports at the end of each quarter and balancing the books and stuff. So she's got to be in a few days a week. Um, but everything else that she does can be done at home. And then Tansky, who is our production manager, and, and Joe is our, one of our designers, our main lead designer. He They are working from home. Joe always works from home because he lives about 45 minutes away from here. And then... Um, Tansky has been working from home, and I'm pretty much all at home, but I'll go into the office a couple times a week to talk to Heather and Jess and make sure we're on the same page with things and check on things and stuff. So, you know, we're kind of going to operate this way for the foreseeable future, but Black Friday is when we need all hands on deck. I mean, we will be working all day, every day for at least a week and a half filling all orders. And that's right around um, the corner. Yeah, it's three and a half weeks away. Yeah, and that's going to be easy. So... Do you, do you need a one-armed guy with a head injury to help you out? <laughs> <laughs> that, Maybe. that would be Rome. If, he's if he's do, offering, you know, offering his assistance. At this point, I'm good with a rubber stamper. So if that's a uh, thing, sure. I'm, I'm your man. Yeah, we might need that because we need all help we can get. So we're <laughs> basically, we've got uh, Tansky and Kimmy will probably be working upstairs in our offices. I'll probably be in the warehouse and we've got, we'll be, cause we're trying to also, you know, maintain certain social distancing and stuff. So right. we'll probably be bringing orders up cause we have our, up, our, we have offices upstairs and a warehouse downstairs. So basically we'll be carting stuff up there and we're basically just going to be filling orders as much as we can. And then like, that's why so we get to the holidays. I'm like, I don't want to do anything for two weeks. Like I literally want to, get up and like last year i watched so much world war ii documentaries <laughs> and, and freaking just that's something uplifting i was literally sick because i have like uh, where i'm sitting right now is like in a yeah it's a totally uplifting uh, <laughs> in in an addition in my house which is basically my own wing i've got a full bathroom full kitchen full uh living room which is like my office and then this theater room i'm sitting in right now which is my home theater so it's like my own it's basically like an apartment is essentially what it is <laughs> and i literally i was sitting in the living room office area because i have a couch and my desk but also a tv and all my guitars and stuff i was literally sitting there for like two days straight just watching war documentaries and just putzing around like doing nothing <laughs> and it's weird because i never do that and i mean i like relaxing and stuff but it's like i never get a chance to literally like get up and be like hey what are you gonna do today i don't know probably nothing and i'm gonna <laughs> keep doing more of it and like because you know i have two kids and my wife it's like we, we're usually pretty busy you know especially pre-covid where you gotta go people places and do things blah sure. blah blah and so it's like, no, we don't have any schedule. There's no, we got to get here, got to do this, got to clean up and uh, clean the house and make dinner and do all. No, it's like, I don't care. I just want to <laughs> sit around in my pajamas all day. Right. So you're going to wake up one day and the thought, someone's going to say, probably your wife is going to say, we need to clean the house. And you're just going to like go and walk out in the garage, grab the leaf blower, walk in the living room, <laughs> turn it on. <laughs> it's done. You know, it's funny because I actually, weirdly enough, I don't mind cleaning that much. It's very zen for me. Um, 
I'm actually like a type of person that like if I see like a mess, I'm like, I put on my AirPods and just start cleaning because I enjoy the beginning, middle, and end. like it's it's a from the stuff that I do every day, all day. There's a lot of decisions I have to make in this business, and they're not they're not cut and dry, black and white decisions. It's all well, if we do this, then what about this? And blah blah blah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of thought in planning in and honestly a lot of emotion behind it because you're trying to do the right thing and, and everything you do impacts something or other right sure. where, where if you see a kitchen full of dirty dishes you know what needs to be done yeah you put in the whatever hour 45 minutes to do it and when it's done you get to see it being clean like there's it's totally like it, brainless to me and like, i love that do you, do you want a vacation at the dude, beach, perhaps? Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you answer that, I just have to ask one question. How many fucking dishes do you have, buddy? Because if it takes you an hour and 45 minutes to do dishes. <laughs> no, no, no. Not a, I know, an hour or 45 minutes. I mean, yeah, but still, that's a lot of fucking dishes. <laughs> but when you've got a wife. You know they make them in paper now, right? Yeah. <laughs> My wife loves to cook, which is great, but then she dirties all the dishes, and then we have dishes from eating, so it's like. Right. I, look, do you got. Yeah, that's plus, why you got kids. Let them I, wash it. I know the pain, well, buddy. I do now. My daughter washes all the dishes. Now we pay her to do that. But uh, you know, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Child labor. Wait, yeah. ho- hold on. You pay her to wash the dishes. That's how you get the kids to do shit. No, man. no, man. You get it. You say, look, you like to eat. <laughs> no, you see, you're doing it wrong. If you pay them, they they get behind it, and they're they're learning a lesson that hard work pays. Well, it, we, you know, my wife and I had this discussion. A couple of years ago so it's like we agree in the same sense that you know if you want to live in this house and you want your stuff whatever you know you have to participate right but we are also of the mind where it's like if they want money and they, they want it we have to teach them money management they have the only way it. to teach money management is for them to have money and the only way for them to have money is to work yeah because mm-hmm. we're not going to just give them an allowance for nothing yeah. you know what's oh, funny yeah. is uh my um my friend owns a business Mm-hmm. And they have um, the means of uh, making um, gift cards and things like that for their business. Yeah. So uh, what they do is they give their kids gift cards and then they put money on their <laughs> gift cards mm. that they can spend at the family business because they get a lot of different stuff there. And I'm like, you know, that's that's a great idea but it's an old idea it's the same thing they used to do to people that would come to this country that had to to work on the railroads and stuff they had to buy their stuff at the com- company store right like, yeah. Yeah, like so it's like hey it's, almost it, it like works. indentured servants exactly and that's you know and that's the good part of having kids <laughs> yeah you know speaking 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 of uh children and stuff the other day i was cutting the grass and my son he's only four he's like super excited he's outside and uh He's like, Dad can help you cut the grass. I'm like, right, yeah, I oh, guess yeah. so. I'll let you try to cut. And he loved it, dude. He was pushing the lumber. I have a, uh, I finally got a self-propelled, so it was a little easier for him to push. Yeah. You know. Right. So he, he was all excited and got to cut the grass for the first time. And and after we finished, I, I came inside, took a shower. When I went outside to look at the the yard, it was terrible. There was zigzag lines. <laughs> but he tried. And, but he did well. He did well. I, I give it hey, to him, you know. That's all right. So, it, it so in eight years, in eight years, what's going to happen is that he's going <laughs> to bitch and moan about doing the lawn. It's still going to look terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now he's excited to do it. But it, you're right. Eight years, he's going to be like, fuck, I don't want to cut the grass. Now, now it's cute as hell. In eight years, you're going to be pissed. Yeah. Well, here, here, here's the option you give them. You say, you either enjoy cutting the grass or you'll be the one bathing me when I'm old. 
Right. He's, hey, look, he's right. still stuck doing that. <laughs> and changing my diapers because I already told him like when I, when he was when he was a little baby and I was changing his diapers I said son your day is coming <laughs> and I've had a lifetime to work on this that, diaper that's right I've been I've been ready to fill this diaper for years boy I've been perfecting my crap <laughs> I think it's more the crap not the yeah, crap. yeah for real <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Uh, our poor children. <laughs> uh, yeah. Me, I'm just going to probably get somebody from Thailand or something. No one, no one's going to change you. Yeah, I'll just hire them or order them. Uh, Is that I possible? Can I do that? I you can even order one of those people. Yeah, I'll do something. I'll sponsor someone. You know, wipe me. Go fund me a go wipe me. A go wipe me page. Oh, yeah. my. Go wipe me page. <laughs> I oh, need. Oh. We need. We need to coin that. Yeah, let's start. Let's start doing this. This is this is a new thing. Actually, you know, we can we can make a website called Go Wipe Me, and it Go could be a website me. where you hire people to wipe you. Oh, you know what would be sick is people would sign up to do it. Uh, dude, it, look, there are so many fetishes in this world and that would, I, I guarantee you that as opposed to get paid. Right. That's right. I guarantee. And we guarantee can have all of our shirts done by Freight Rack. That's right. <laughs> It would be it would be like hidden though. Be I like, think at that point it'd be fart rags. Fart rags. <laughs> it would be a real fright though. I give you that. Yeah, it would be a real fright. God. I mean, uh, uh, back to uh, uh, welcome uh, to wipeme.com. Oh. Getting trying to get back on the rails. Uh, are are you trying to? I mean, do you have any plans on doing anything? You know, a mini family trip, maybe, or, or trying to get away or anything. I know um, it's kind of hard right now, but I mean, no, like, well, yeah, obviously now, right now, it's kind of hard. Um, it's funny because like my wife's very big on vacations and planning vacations, so we we went to Disney in January, very so cool. obviously pre-COVID, um, and you know, which was great. And then we, I think we were, I, I said I didn't want to go anywhere in the su summer, you know, because it was I. This year was supposed to be very busy with traveling the first six months sure, um, with work and everything. And, and we just had so much going on that I was like, honey, please, I just want to be home this summer. Well, I got my wish because we were home all freaking year, you know, yeah. <laughs> but we don't have any plans to go anywhere. And honestly, like, you know, we we host Christmas at our house with her family. And that's great. I mean, that's a wonderful time and we love doing it. It's Christmas Eve. It's a traditional Italian thing. And then we go to my parents on Christmas Day and then we host my parents on New Year's. So like that kind of week or so in between, I just, I don't know, man. I just, honestly, I just don't want to do anything because I don't want to have to go anywhere. I, I just literally, I don't want to think about anything. I just don't want to yeah. think. Really. I just want to check out mentally. And so normally, you know, we wouldn't go anywhere normally, but, um, you know, normally though we would have some sort of trip in the works, you know, for next year. But I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, at well, this point, honestly, it would just be nice for my wife and I to go away for a couple of nights somewhere, just to like, right? Sure, just to talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Talking, mean, just, just to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, and wink. Where you know we're all. I mean, my wife still, you know, she's working, so she's been, you know, going to work at least four to five days a week um at her job she's kind of flexible there but uh you know my kids are 100 percent remote learning right now and i'm home for the most part and it's just like it's just it's it's like it's 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 working well and they're i mean they're great kids and they're old enough to kind of be self-motivated for the most part but it's still like 
it's just the constant, you know, stream. So it's like it'd be nice to break the monotony a little bit. Well, I mean, you said uh, I heard earlier that you have guitars. I mean, are, yes. why, don't you, why don't you, you know, start that band that you've always wanted to start? <laughs> well, my brothers and I were in a band for several years, and we just play out a lot and everything, and then everyone just got busy and stuff. So I'd like to go and, and jam with them a little bit more and, and get back into it, even if, you know, again, playing out, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because of what's going on, but even regardless, just be nice to hang with them and jam hey, a little bit more. Hey, so man. we might do that. We we started out here, starting to do shows again. Oh yeah, yeah, New Orleans. Um, uh, the place that we do booking out here, that I do most of the booking for, uh, actually starts this weekend for the first time. Well, nice. you, you did have a Halloween show, I saw. I did, yeah. We had a Halloween show and uh, it went off like Game Busters, and so we're gonna do another couple of them. Wow, I think New York is still not doing things like that like i mean our movie theaters haven't even opened up yet and i think they're opening up this week well it's um, gonna be hard for new york too especially with the eating establishments because who wants to sit outside when it's yes. fucking 30 degrees and well, trying to eat outside that's the problem like summer obviously was fine for most people you know obviously if we're just talking about new york as you know as a, in terms of like the weather yeah i mean sure. summer was great because you could be outside now with the winter setting in you know, it's going to be hard. I mean, we're obviously, we're not anywhere near New York City, so we're, you know, but we're still, we're further up north. And I do worry about a lot of restaurants and other places that are going to struggle because, you know, this came on right at the end of, you know, there was, it was spring. It was not warm yet, but it was definitely not like winter like we know it. Right. And now you, you could make exceptions and, and start to contour the, the way you were going to do business that year. But now you're at the end. Yeah. And, and that's what I worry about with a lot of these places. And it's just, you know, come mid January when it's, you know, there's no holidays and it's just going to be, you know, whatever, 10 degrees and four feet of snow. No one's going to go to, you know, Applebee's to pick up, you know, their cocktails, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Exactly. Or some other place. I mean, whatever, any place, I mean, let alone whatever, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's it's it sucks all the way around. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for a lot of uh, the uh, the retailers out there when it comes to just food in general or anything really that you're relying on a lot of foot traffic and stuff like that. They're just you know, especially up north, uh, people don't want to aren't there. I don't think they're going to want to go out a lot to get a chance getting one sick, two it's cold, three where are you going to stop and get something food? Because the only time I remember going out when I was a kid was if we knew that on the way back or going out, we were going to stop and get something to eat. Well, there's nothing yep. open now because you can't sit outside. And even if they do minimum capacity, you have, you run the chance to stop and everyone's like, Oh, we're full. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's true. And, and you know, that's the thing. Like obviously going out in the winter, you're going to go to like a bar or restaurant you're going to be warm inside. So that's fine. But you, like you said, if it's minimal capacity and all of the, you know, those people have already gotten there and they got their seat, then you turned away and it's like, Oh crap. Yeah, because they're oh. not going to rush out on your behalf. Right. And, and you know, how can these restaurants operate at 25 30% capacity? And you know, still make the operate, overhead, exactly. Yeah, they operate based on 80 90% capacity. And, you know, if they're using Grubhub or DoorDash, that eats into their profits hugely. Right. And, you know, in, in the restaurant industry, if you make $100,000 a year, you don't make $100,000 a year. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's employees, stock freaking paper products alone bleed you dry so, there's a lot 
So yeah, I feel bad for a lot of companies, and I'm 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 really like we just had like one of my favorite uh, record stores here in town. Um, they just closed again because someone uh, who worked there tested positive. Um, oh. So I think they'll be closed for at least I'm assuming 10 to 14 days. I haven't read the full article, but it sucked because I mean, again, a business like that, it's a mom and pop store. They're a great sure. business, and now it's like crap. Like the local theater that we do our screenings at every month. You know, obviously they have not been opened and they're looking to be open this Friday, but I don't know what's going to happen with that. And I don't even know how they even remained like they are now. I mean, it's, I feel like it's getting to the, the last legs for a lot of companies. And, and if something doesn't happen and then, you know, it's soon enough, then it could spell, you know, disaster for a lot of these places. It's just, uh, you know, blowing through those savings accounts that they've been, you know, the rainy day money, but it, it's going to keep raining. You know, that's yeah. It's going to keep raining for a while. And, you know, and I know for me personally, like even horror conventions, you know, we do a few a year, but I'm telling you, like, even though we're scheduled next year, I'm like, mm, I'm okay with not doing shows in 2021 because I'm honestly not at a point right now where I feel comfortable being around thousands of people. I don't blame you. I mean, look at the, look at the numbers as soon as you turn the TV on when they have a thousands of people gathering, look at the fricking, uh, the, 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 what was it? The world series cabacle yeah you yeah know, all those people out in the streets and like all of a sudden that city had like a forty-eight thousand person spike in like a day yeah i yeah i can't and it's not i mean for me personally and again i know like for us luckily we don't need horror we don't need shows like we do not need shows for our business we love doing them and i i love it but it's not something that we need but there are friends of mine that that's all they do sure so, we have friends like that too, Wayne. You you know quite a few people like that. No, I don't. I thought you knew quite a few people to do the conventions and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I know tons of people to do the conventions. I was just being stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, well, I mean, dude, honestly, like a lot of the guys down here, the comic book artists and stuff like that, they do the conventions. They get fucked. You know, they don't get anything out of that. Um, sure. Uh, we actually uh, are a part. The 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 podcast is actually a part of one of the conventions that was based out of. I think they're based out of Chicago, uh, MightyCon, and they, mm. they did they did some stuff out here, and they wanted uh, us to do things for them, and, and we were getting ready to start. Like I was actually going to start booking talent for those guys, and um, all of a sudden the COVID thing started, and we couldn't do anything. Yeah, you know, it was hands behind your back, it was tight, you know. So hopefully, when it clears up and everything, the conventions can come back, and we can really uh, start, you know doing things again but well, I has, mean... has all this affected your import uh like getting product to to use to keep fright rags happy i mean um, you know like inks and things like that shirts or or how how do you do you do i mean how does that work for you when you need to get those supplies so it, it has a little bit so basically you know first of all most like the majority of what we sell is t-shirts obviously and those t-shirts are printed right here in town but those T-shirts come from other suppliers, which, you know, you know, you just expand the, the supply chain there. And we've started to see some shortages in places um, for the blanks that we use. But you know, that stuff has been pretty well for us so far. Everything's been OK. Um, we did. There was one shortage of one particular color. And again, I don't know if this was covid related, but um, that was kind of sucked because there was in, the shirt was in high demand. It was a Jaws crew shirt we did that was in huge demand, but we only had a certain number that we could print and they sold out in literally, I think two and a half seconds. It was, it was crazy. It was, you're gone. Um, wow. 
But um, in terms of other products, so like the other stuff we've done, like lunchboxes and nano, the Nanoforce little army men figures and the Joe Bob figures, those are coming directly from overseas to us. We've been really, uh, we are waiting on one final shipment of something, but we are, you know, we've been, we've had really good luck in terms of, um, in the hats too, in lounge pants and things that we get made, custom made for us overseas. We've been, we've been okay so far. Um, shipping prices did fluctuate over the last six months. So we actually had to pay quite a bit more in shipping than we normally would have had. Um, trade embargoes. That, yeah, there was just a lot. And plus, um, UPS and other places were concentrating more on PPP. And I think they were just raising prices and other things. And I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but, um, it, I think the trade embargo had a little bit to do with it, obviously earlier this year. So, uh, but we haven't changed our pricing on our end because we just wanted to see how it sh- will shake out. But um, things seem to be leveling off a little bit. I think the biggest issue we've had is getting product to people. And part of that is just the international orders because the, the tracking for, for inter- international very- shipping sucks. I mean, yeah. when it comes to anything, I mean, it, plus costs- you take a chance of it really getting lost now. Yeah. And that's the thing. And what happens is, and again, I don't, I don't blame anybody because I get it too. Listen, if I ordered something from say Germany, right. You know, and and I didn't get it in like 10 or 14 days, I'd be worried. But the problem with our system, you know, our postal system in international, unless it's priority mail international, which costs just outrageous amounts, same thing with like UPS or FedEx, um, with regular first class is that the tracking stops when it leaves the country. So it'll, it'll leave in Jamaica, New York, and that's when your tracking's done and it never gets tracked after that. And that sucks for people who are in like, say UK or something. They're like, Hey, where's my package? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I literally don't know, but I know it's on the way. And it usually takes 10 to 14 days to get to people, but we're starting to see two, three, three, four weeks. We can't do anything until it's like, 12 weeks you know yeah look look man i ordered i ordered i'm sorry to interrupt you but i ordered a um a webcam from you know from amazon Mm -hmm. for his side hustle (laughs) yeah for my side hustle for for the m for the m hogs only fans um (laughs) where where me and rum just sit there and stare at you That that's our OnlyFans page. Um Teddy. Yeah, yeah. And you want to see us with a Teddy and we we sit there with like teddy bears. It'd be fucking yeah. that'd be priceless. <laughs> I would do it. I would so do an OnlyFans because of that. Uh anyway. So I ordered a, a webcam, you know, and, and you know it took it took over over two months to get to me. It yeah. was because it was I didn't know this, but it was it was from overseas, so they stopped it. And it had to sit in customs for three weeks before they would send it to my house. And I'm like, why? Are they waiting for it to get a fever? <laughs> I'm like, is it is it coughing? I don't understand. It's a fucking webcam, guys. Uh, you, know? Well, you know, well, you shouldn't order your webcams the same time you do your international cocaine order. It just isn't smart. I know, right. but but it was it was it was free shipping if I did over a certain amount of money. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I had to. That's uh, fine. I mean, it was a yeah. Hell of I mean, coke. part of the issue we're seeing is like some people don't get their item and then they just do like a 
complaint on PayPal and then we can't prove that it was delivered. So then they get their money back and then most likely people will get the package still, you know? Oh. And, well, that I mean, hurts. Again, I, I understand it. Like I'm not, it's it just frustrating. It's frustrating on all sides of it. Cause I wish I could provide better information for people and I can't, you know, and it's, it's just, it's just frustrating, you know, but I mean, it, that's, that's only some of the things we've had to deal with, but it, right. it's, it's been, you know, it's overall, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and, and you were talking the expense of shipping it. I mean, it really is. It's not cheap to, sh- to ship over Ooh. overseas, man. Like, I, like I, I sent our friend Mark yeah. something that cost twenty bucks to buy it, but it cost me thirty eight dollars to ship it. Right. And when these people get that's the other thing that kills me. And again, not in our control, but we'll. So someone say from the UK will order a T-shirt, and first of all, the prices for shipping are whacked because, and we only, you know. It's not like we're using shipping as a profit center right. um, to make all this money off of, you know? Like, if we break even or maybe make even slightly extra, that usually goes right back into buying the mailers and the boxes and the tape and stuff. But anyway, like, we're not using this to make money, right? So right. they'll order a T-shirt, and it'll still cost them, like, 20 bucks to ship, which is ridiculous. Then it'll get into customs, and then they'll get a note saying it charged. They're going to charge them another twenty five dollars just to receive it because of of, uh, of import tax. Oh, well, that's not your problem, though. No, no, it's not our problem. I'm just like that's, that's still unfair crazy. to the, the consumer. Just when though. I look at it from the other perspective, I'm like, that is insane. I mean, it is. We have no control over that. That like, that is not- pretty shitty, to be honest, but. But I mean, that should tell you how well your 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 or desirable your product is if they're willing to pay basically three times for that shirt yeah and people you know and i get it some you know we try to warn people like listen you might have you may have import fees like we don't know whatever because we don't control that but people have asked like can you just open a store in the uk can you open a store here i'm like i wish we could have a distributor over there but our licenses won't allow it like we cannot physically we can't have somebody in the uk be a distributor for us because our licenses literally do not allow it like ah, okay only sell through our website to all these places so we couldn't even if we wanted to i mean it would be to be honest it would be quite an undertaking for us could, to do i mean i don't know i don't even know if you could set it up as a franchise no because if we're no we couldn't even have like a store over there with our name like we cannot literally sell to a consumer from the uk to the uk it's got to be from our web store here in 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 the states because that's what our license is under like, our licenses are very explicit about where we can sell to. In fact, we have some licenses that we can even sell outside the U.S. Period. Like, wow! Like literally, cannot ship outside the U.S. or Canada. Usually, Canada is included, um, but we can't sell anywhere else. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, they yeah, got you over a barrel, though, don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and what are you going to do? I mean, you could say, I mean, obviously, the vast majority of our business comes from the United States and Canada, and then you can start getting into UK and Europe and uh, Australia and stuff like that. And it is a when you look at the overall numbers, it's a it's a small percentage over there, but it sucks for people in the UK that see something they want and either have to pay out the nose for it or literally cannot get it because we cannot legally sell it to me it sucks well that's why i'm proud to be an american <laughs> yeah so, you can so, so we can so get i can buy a fright rags t-shirt without outrageous shipping costs. exactly or or like or like uh what is it was custom fees or any of that shit you know 
You, and, should, you should actually make a shirt that says duty free and have like a poop emoji <laughs> on it. <laughs> Dude. I, all right. So so I have a, a, a question for you, Ben. Do do you do you do artwork? Do you draw or do you anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I used to do it way more than I do now, but I mean, I, I you know, I like to, to, to sketch here and there. All right. Well, you see, um, since I ha- we have you on, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the announcement on, on the show is that we're gonna do a thing for our fans and and people who have been on the show and whatnot like that. Um, we are going to I'm gonna post this on our site uh, pretty soon. I have I have the flyer I'm designing for it. Um, I, you can probably hear my kid screaming in the background. He's playing his Ninja Turtle uh, arcade. I he was on fire. No, he's playing his Ninja Turtle arcade game. He's like, boom, yeah, boom, ah, jumping like nice. playing. So, I bought him one of those uh, stand ups for Christmas uh, a couple years ago, and he loves uh-huh. it. Yeah, but anyway, um, so what we're gonna do is, uh, me and Rum have talked about this, and we want to put out there to all of our fans and all of our friends of the show and stuff to have them send in artwork of the show like what the show not the, what the show meant to them or you know it, it could be or something or, small something interesting doesn't yeah matter. and anything anyone sends us no matter what it is i don't care what it is we're going to uh put it on our t public uh <laughs> website where where it can be made into a t-shirt a cup oh, uh, cool. you know anything anything anybody wants to do like a logo if they want to do a little logo for a, and like i'll tell everybody i'll say it now and i'll say it again we make nothing off this this site if we make a dollar off the sales of these things it's a dollar and most of that is nothing you know we don't make like i think they sell the we shirts give it, we give it to the we we donate it to the uh, thirsty rum foundation yeah and i mean it's true it's not like i'm trying to to make our fans make our merchandise for us i just think it'd be no. i think it'd be kind of cool to have people who really enjoyed the show or like the show or who were on the show that feel like they want to be a part more to make something and what we're going to do is then- we're we're going to take and those I'll buy one of their shirts. Yeah. And we're going to take one of the, everybody's artwork and everybody gets a single week of running on our T public site. And you know, if something you, you can go and buy your own shirt, you know, like, or something cool like that. That's all. I, I think it'd be kind of a cool little thing for people to do. That's fun. That's a fun idea. You like, know, yeah, even, even get kids involved if they want to do yeah. something like that, whatever. Yeah. I just think it'd be fun, and, and the reason I asked if you drew is like, hey, if you're interested, man, you know, if you want to do one, you're more than welcome to. You know, I would like to, you know, put that out there. The, the genius, which is Benjamin. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Oh what? Oh, you beat Rocksteady. All right, all by yourself. All right, give me knuckles. Good job, dude. Go finish. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he beat Rocksteady by himself, guys. That's fucking great. Hey, hey that, yeah. Yeah, that's an achievement, man. You, I gotta, mean, you know, Rocksteady. You beating a you beating a demi boss. You're doing all right. He was pretty. He was pretty tough, man. Like I remember playing that when we're in the arcades. I must have dumped a couple dollars in there trying to get that beat that Rocksteady. That whole game is tough. Like the <laughs> NES game. Yeah. Was tough. The arcade game was tough. Like that was not an easy game. No, they, dude. They wanted to make it hard, so you stood, stood there and just plunked quarters mm. into it. Yeah, you dumped so much money in it. Like like when uh, Mortal Kombat first came out, we did the whole like oh, so stupid. Dude, I just dumped so much money. I, I got to buy a car. That <laughs> that and and uh what was it uh, uh Street Super Street Fighter, you know, Street Fighter 2. KO. That was just crazy, dude. Oh, yeah. Street Fighter and Street Fighter 2. I remember Street Fighter 2 and the SNES was just amazing. Yes. Yeah. And then they came out with the cheat controllers where you could like put it hyper editions and all that shit. 
So yeah. we've gone th- from uh, arcades and machines that look like giant refrigerators <laughs> to uh, our phones. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing to me. Like, honestly, I wish my dad was alive because he would be blown away that we can have the same exact... Hold on. What? I don't want one, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry about that interruption, but you know he. Oh, that's good. It's 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 how he is. He's like it's you know this is his podcast. Um, yeah. but no, my dad would have been blown away that the stuff like he paid X amount of money for that computer that that Coco Two Tandy computer like he paid like thousand dollars for. Now oh, wow. now we can fit every single thing that was on that computer on one app, <laughs> you know, on his that's phone. True. That's true. I mean, my phone has more memory than my first computer. Oh, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Damn, I remember my first, well, and we had computers when I was a kid, but, I mean, my my first computer that I had in college, it was a 350 megahertz, like, processor, and I think what it was, the RAM, I think it was... 128 megabytes of ram yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it was all on floppy disk oh the floppy disk yeah or, or three quarter inch drive i had i had a you know a, like an audio tape cassette drive when Ooh, I had that yes, too with the yes, commodore yeah yes. commodore that's exactly what we had we had a commodore set up when i was a kid yep, yep. And, I, yeah. and i had i had the old coco 2 tandy 64 whatever the hell it was like with the tapes i remember playing zaxon on a cassette tape I spent seven and a half hours writing code to make a stick man <laughs> jump on my screen. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> Library and spent all day typing in numbers and letters. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was the most tedious, annoying shit. But, but, but when you were finished, you were like, wow, I made a yeah. game. And, I, and then I walked around the house going, I'm a hacker. <laughs> exactly. And if you didn't hit, if you didn't do it right, like you had to go figure out where you got wrong and everything. Yeah. Right, yeah. Which part of the code was wrong? It was like it was an at symbol somewhere in like uh, all this O zero wait eight B A C K B. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, and I, I needed to print it all out so I remembered it. So I went to my printer that looked like a Fiat, and it, <laughs> and it would go <laughs> with that paper with all the, 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 the dot the, matrix shit. You had to pull off because <laughs> of the- yes. The whole house shook because oh the printer was moving. Oh. Oh. Matrix. Yes. Oh. oh, the classics, man. The, the you know, and you know what's crazy is people are paying so much money for that fucking trash now. Yeah, you only had one color ink, people. Yep. There was no such yeah. thing as color ink. <laughs> yeah. It's color. If you if you wanted color ink, you printed it out and colored that shit yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's what they came out with Crayola for, buddy. <laughs> It's so funny, like, talking about the old times with, like, 28.8 modems and, like, other stuff. Like, even pre, like, pre-early days of the internet and being, like, like, I'll never forget. I had seen Halloween when it came out on TV for the first time in 1981. And it was the TV scenes, which, again, I was four. So it's not right, like I right. knew anything different. But after that moment, I had watched it on, on beta and then VHS. Of course, it didn't have those scenes. And I remember getting older going... There was something in this movie that I remember, but like, is it, am I dreaming it? Like, what the hell is this? Mandela yeah, they, effect. They don't exist. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I remember these scenes. And then when it came out on, I think, Laserdisc, they had released, like, it was, or I don't remember. I think it was Laserdisc or VHS. They were like, oh, we've got the, the, the TV cut. So I logged on to, like, michaelmyers.net or, like, whatever, hollywoodmovies.com. And they, like, first ever images of the TV cut. 
And I literally clicked the page to load it. I went downstairs. I took a shower. I I had breakfast. I came upstairs like a half an hour later, and all the images had finally loaded. <laughs> like, it was like 10 JPEGs, you know? <laughs> you know what was funny with that Commodore is I uh... – there was uh, if if you were really savvy with that Commodore 64 and you had the the floppy disk and you were always carrying your hole puncher so you could punch the size of the disk to make copies. Oh God, uh, you would uh, you you would get the bootleg copy. It was called uh, it was called CB Talk or, or Walkie Talkie Talk, and you put the disk and you upload it. And it was this really bad uh, eight like eight pixel type looking thing. It looks supposed to look like a walkie talkie. And since you had to connect people, this is back in the day, you had to connect your computer to your phone line oh, yeah. with big wires. You know, it just wasn't just wireless and stuff. There was the only Bluetooth that existed was a Viking at that time. <laughs> uh, you uh, you uh, had to you could click on it and use the microphone on your uh, if you were lucky enough to have the overpriced microphone for oh, your yeah. Commodore, and you could speak a message into it and send it to somebody else at their uh ip address which ip addresses were like the size of like i don't know the uh, they were just random it was so it was so it's such it, a long it, ip address it was the time. great gatsby yeah and but you could send a message and it would it you know like we're talking on skype right now and things like this and it's really fast it's very very quick i could say something like hello how are you today it would take 48 hours to reach its destination yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, oh, it was great. It was like having pen pals all over the world. You never knew who was talking back to you. It was yeah, really my, cool. My dad used to do uh, ham radio and CB radio oh, stuff. And yeah. that, to me, is like the first versions of talking on Skype. And, you know, like just the first versions of communication, like otherworldly things. You know what I mean? You, like you could he, have been talking to aliens back then. You were kind of open. They were going to. Right. You're like. We're in the future. They're going to come down. We're going to talk on my Commodore because we're idiots. Like what was cool is my dad did, uh, they would do radio clubs. Like they had clubs. Oh, yeah. And um, he would, and their big thing was they would trade uh, postcards. Like my mm -hmm. dad would ha had one specially made for himself. And then he would, uh, you know, in his club or whatever. And uh, he would talk to people overseas and he would send them like the postcard and maybe, you know, something else or whatever, you know, like a doubloon from the parades or some shit out here. And they would send their postcard and something from out there. It was very cool. It was kind of like, you know, like ham radio pen pals. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing different. I don't know. It, it, I compare it to like having Xbox live friends or, or uh, even running a podcast, you know, it was kind of, kind of similar, you know, but they wouldn't, you know, it was, it was weird. It was a weird kind of cool time, uh, and it was less stressful. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. you know my dad probably knew your dad because my dad's my dad was big in the ham radio. We had like a thirty foot uh, antenna. Yes, our, our, we did stand. too. Ka two zyb was my dad's call sign. But nice. um, I have yeah, no I I don't know why I remember that. But anyway, like it's but you're right. Like it was like this early days of this communication to other people yeah. and it's interesting to see in really not that long of a time where we've gone to, you yeah. know, it's, and here it's, we it, are now. it's amazing. And it, it's cool that we can talk to people like yourself and, and other people that, you know, God only knows if we'd ever been able to commute, you know, meet each other or whatever, just yeah. by, you know, sheer luck. But, you know, it's very cool. And I think, you know, 
those guys like my father, your father, and uh, Rum, was your dad into CB radios and stuff like that? We had them, but he was an officer, so we were always on the CB. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just just those guys really kind of laid the laid the path for us to be able to do this and yeah, just be fun. Absolutely. You know, it's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild to see where we've gone and just like whatever, even just even if you count the start of the Internet as it were, you know, in terms of it being sort of more used by used by most people, you're talking really 20 to 25 years at this point. At yeah, most. yeah, I was going to say right. 25 years at the max. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a ton of time in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, again, my business would not exist if it weren't for the Internet, you know. Right. Um, absolutely. But in, it's like it's again, it's the good and the bad. It's 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 amplified and accelerated great things and also kind of bad things too. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Like, you uh, know, after the conversation, I, I feel even more close to you guys, and it's kind of like we need a group hug. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't re- we can't really group hug via <laughs> via internet, um, right. and we really can't group hug right now either because we need social distancing. Um, <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> Um, yeah, but before we go, you know, guys, uh, today was a big thing. Today was election day. Um, I will see the world is going to change tomorrow for whatever, which way, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'm trying to, I, I stay neutral. Yes, I voted. I'm not going to say who I voted for or whatever I voted for. It's my business, but I'm just saying, I'm not asking anybody. I just, you know, it's just one of those things today is, is history and tomorrow will be a whole nother ball of wax. Hopefully we don't have riots and all this other fucking nonsense that people are, are threatening to do if if their candidate doesn't get in or all this crazy crazy stuff well, if, they're, if they're threatening to go to canada i'm okay with that yeah oh yeah those guys can go i mean even even if you know honestly even even if their candidate does get in you can still leave i'm fine with that i'm good well Canada, on us, the border's still closed, so I think mean, we can't you know, you go to Canada you can't. So. Well, if you're going north, people, or trying to leave the country, could you take some of Ben's shipping stuff so he doesn't have to pay the Yeah, 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 take his stuff. He needs, he needs help with the shipping. Um, and, uh, but anyway, Ben, dude, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on the show and not uh, making it a political jargon like i it was it was such a good it was a good show because we didn't have to talk about all the shit that's been going well, it's a, on it's a welcome know? distraction for me too because the day has been sort of you know it's again it's in it's in the back of your mind you know yeah, it's yeah. like yeah obviously it, it's it's everywhere you go online or on the tv or whatever but it's also you know it's 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 a big day and it's a good you know it's it's good in the sense that we all get to exercise our rights correct and that's to me is the most important thing right now is yes. like we as a nation get to say, Hey, you know, this is about us and we have to cast our vote. So it's an important, it's an important day, but yeah, it's, it was a nice distraction to talk to you guys to sort yeah, of, man, you know, man. take, take my mind off of things too. So I appreciate it. Yeah. It's just been, it's been, it's been too much. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, all the people on the internet, like I've got people on the internet are threatening if you vote this way, you might as well unfriend me. And and I'm like, God, guys, is it really, you know, I mean, it's a it's a more of a situation. We just have to go, hey, can't we all get along right? Right. Now? I mean, like you said, Ben, it's about us. And that's what it needs. Or to at be. least it, it, in a, at the very least have the ability to have a conversation. And I think 
part of the problem with society today with whatever you want to call it, social media, I mean, whatever it is, is we've, we've start, started to remove the ability to just talk to each other. To be socialized, yeah. Civil conversation, whether or not, again, we don't have to agree. And, no. And there's a lot of disagreements. You know, I don't agree with a lot of people, but at the same time, I want to talk and understand and try to figure something out. Um, and it's it's gotten so heated that you can't even ask a question without being, like, canceled or something. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, like, what's happening? I just want to talk, you know? And it's 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 frustrating on both sides because it's frustrating that we even got to this point, you know, right, and, yeah. and whatever it's just, but you know, again, I, I'm, I'm glad to have just kind of have a normal conversation. Me and, too, and, man. It was, it was nice. And, uh, I, I still think you need to, you know, take that weekend with your wife and go talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baby, let's talk. We can talk. <laughs> All right. Man, this was a great oh. show. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Thanks, yeah man. Thank you again, dude, for coming back on the show. And like I said, the open the invitation for you to be on this show is is open, man. You ever it, I'll have you on every month if you want. That's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, do me a favor, man, and let let everybody know how to find fright rags. Yeah, just uh, go to frightrags.com, but it's fright-rags.com, and uh, we're on. All the social media channels, so Fright Rags everywhere you go. So, uh, yeah, check us out. Yeah, and at the end of this week, uh, probably this weekend, uh, your site will be on the MHOG podcast site. Um, I'm going to put a picture from your site and have it linked there. So you will awesome. be – you'll be, uh, yeah, no problem, dude. Um, you've been uh, very nice to us and always a great, great, uh, you know, guest. So – you're more than welcome to have some advertising space on our show. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. And, yeah, thanks again for having me on again. And it's always good talking to you guys. Yeah, for sure. Well, enjoy yourself. And, uh, all right, guys, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. That's right. That's right. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. There you go. There you go. That's it. Get the fuck